Welcome to Horror Dads, and happy Friday the 13th. Episode 5. Episode 5. What's up, man? Happy holidays, buddy. Happy holidays. We waited until... It's actually midnight right now, Friday the 13th. This is going to release in the morning. John came I'm up not going with to bed. Idea. Yeah. Yeah, it was hilarious. Two weeks ago when we talked about it, it was like, oh, this is going to be great. We're going to stay up. We'll do it. And now it's here. It's and like, are you serious? Now we're i got to stay really up late and we edit. Go. We're doing it. So today we are going to talk about Friday the 13th Part 1 part and one, 2. Part 2. Yes. That's it. Just those two. Um, we're going to do them all. Yeah. But then we realized we want to do this for <laughs> yeah. several years. and We didn't want to blow our load yeah. on one episode. Yep. So... The first two films of the franchise is what we will focus on, um, so it'll be fun. But uh, before diving into that... Everybody loves this franchise. Yeah. Everybody loves these movies. You probably know them, probably know all the facts. But we're going to have a fun fun spin to this, Yeah. so you guys will like it. All right, Jamie, before we dive into uh, part one and part two, what's been going on, man? How's the family? Everything's good. We're all dealing with the coronavirus scare right now, right? Yeah. So the kids are off school. Yep. School just got today. Canceled. Yeah. Effective They're today. Extended spring break. Yeah, for three weeks. So yeah. everyone, stay safe out there. Just be calm. Be smart. Um, yeah, it's been you a little see scary all the same though. Shit everywhere. Wash your hands. Yeah. 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 We get it. We all get it. Um. Any any fun stories with the family you want to share? Yeah, so I've just been binge-watching Friday the 13th um, in preparation for this. And the kids, every time they come in the room... Well, the two-year-old, he doesn't he doesn't know. He sees Jason, he smiles. I, th- I swear to God, I think he just loves Jason, but... Uh, uncle Jason. Yeah. He uncle has Jason. a real Uncle Jason. <laughs> he does. But my oldest, the six-year-old, he... Oh, God damn. Dad, you're watching Jason again. <laughs> yeah, we always because do tell him to leave. Comes in, he comes like, in. We're like, no, J- Jason's here. He, Jason's, Jason's coming. Yeah. It's Jason. <laughs> but now it's to the point where he'll come in and he'll like he sees the vibe of the movie. He goes, "You watching Jason? I am. You gotta yeah. go." And when we're playing the video game too, he gets it. Yeah, I have a pretty funny one uh, actually sure. with my wife. Not not with the kids, but with my wife. So I use your Hulu account at my house to access uh, certain media and for some reason it kicked me out the other day and i had to log back in and in doing so it said essentially like hey uh you got to create a new account and i was like oh okay great got to create a new account blah blah blah. so my sub profile on your account required me to rename it so i was getting ready to watch the x-files so i named the sub account fox for fox Mulder. right and the next morning, Brittany comes out. She's like, hey, uh, did we get did we get Hulu? And I was like, no, I mean, we've been using Kate and Jamie's account. And she goes, yeah, cool. Um, what'd you name it? And I was like, what do you mean what I name it? And she's like, uh, what, just what, what did you name it? And I was like, Fox. She was like, Fox? Fox as in Fox Mulder? And I was like, yep. And she was like, you fucking loser. And I was like, yeah, I know. Blah, blah, blah. And she was like... You know, you're a nerd. You're a loser. So, thanks, Brittany. But that's my... Uh, we, are, we are nerds. Yeah, that's what Fine. happens. Yeah. So, have you been watching anything good lately? Well, I've been watching a lot of Friday. Um, and we watched The Island, which is... <laughs> everybody has to watch The Island. Yeah, just wait till the next episode when you hear about this film. It, In fact, do yourself a favor. Watch it now. Yeah, the it's Island. not streaming. You have to pay... $3.99 on Amazon. It's worth it if you are feeling adventurous and like you might want to get a sword and a pair of baggy pants and an eye patch. 1980, so you know it's great. Yeah. If you love pirates, if you love But it's gore. it's horror. Like yeah. it's a horror film. It's interesting. So One good. thing, Jamie. Oh, oh, the mutant. Oh, dude. Mutant? Also nineteen eighty? Was that 80? Around that time. 84. It was 84. That was a great one. And that's on Amazon Is it The Prime. Mutant or Mutant? I feel like it's just Mutant. Um, That's with... uh, What's that guy's name? Hauser? You guys have to... Man. 
so good. Yeah, it's you don't know if you're dealing with vampires or zombies. Yeah, or zombies, or, or you're just not sure, and you really don't care because it's that's a really fun um, '80s. That's really all I can say. Yeah, check out Mutant. Uh, one thing Jamie and I watched together. <laughs> totally different vibe here. Not fun. No. In any way, straight Mutant horror is fun. Was the Poughkeepsie Files? Is that the what it's Poughkeepsie called? Tapes? Poughkeepsie Tapes. Also streaming on Amazon. Jesus Christ! Uh, so oh. this is not like there's nothing about this that is. If you want to be like disturbed and scared, oh, so I actually watch it, yeah. like I I watched it with Jamie over at he and my sister's place, and he nodded off at the end, and I I watched the last like twenty minutes by myself. And then had to walk to my car, and I told Jamie the next day, or whatever. yeah, I was like, I walked to my car like a crab, and then I had to drive <laughs> eight miles alone, and the entire time was like, Sh- should I be religious? <laughs> like, <laughs> it was, do I have time to take take a shower when I get home? It's pretty, it's oh. it's, it's unpleasant, but uh, if you are into the unnerving sort that is horrifying and. And creepy, it, this is the movie for you. I had been wanting to watch this for a long time. Um, and I made John watch it with me because I knew it would be disturbing. I didn't want to watch it by myself. And my wife would never watch that. So we came did. over on like a Thursday. I was like, hey, um, throw this on. I had to watch the end by myself because I fell asleep. Which is um, I did that the in the broad daylight, by the way. Part, broad yeah. daylight. I was not watching that by myself at night. Um, yeah. Go watch that if you want to be disturbed, which people love that. It the acting is not the best, especially on like the you know it's like a docu. No, it's like it's, drama type deal. It the the writing is like pretty good. The acting is the not good. that great, and the story, the concept. If you've ever seen Hell House, and like when they do those yeah. like interviews with people in between, that's exactly the same type of acting that the interviews are. Like it's the like they hire the footage. actors from... It's like found footage, yeah. part found footage. It's like the exact same setup as Hell House, essentially. Like that that exact same, same type of like filming, like where it's part interview, part found footage. It's worth a peek. Yep. Worth a peek, Kipsy. Good night. So great one. Great content upcoming here. We have another interview we're going to release in a couple of weeks here on film scores, essentially. So we talked with a guy named... Darren Callahan, he's super involved in the industry and had a lot to say. Does a lot of scores. Does a lot of scores. It was a lot of fun. So can't wait to release that. So Friday the 13th. (laughs) So let's talk a little bit about Friday the 13th merch. Um, I see... We both have a lot of Friday the 13th merch. What what are you wearing right now, Friday the 13th was? So I have my baseball tee. From Cavity Colors, of course. I think it was a twenty, one of those twenty-four hour like only bias. Oh, seventy-two hour buy. Yeah, or one die. of those. Yeah. yeah, the buy or die. Uh, part. I don't know. This is any special part. Right? No, I see the crack in the helmet, so it's got to be part it's, four. Yeah, but it's like the VHS one. Yeah, that's a great design. I did I not get that. One. I wish I would have. It's the baseball tees. I I always find myself buying the baseball tees. I just love them. I love the Raglans. So do um, I. But you have some amazing prints. You have that Cavity Colors Part 4 print with the yeah. machete through the mask, which is one of my favorites. And then the Matt Pepler. Uh, it's like the tourist poster. Yeah, we'll we'll post that one online. Yeah, love that one. Um, what are I, you wearing? What's this hoodie? So I, I doubled up. Yeah. So I have an unnamed soldier on first. It's a, just a camp counselor, Camp Crystal Lake hoodie. Um, which I love. And underneath, I went with the 8-Bit Jason London 1888 oh, design. That's an awesome design. Yeah, it's beautiful. Colors are great, super simplistic, very 80s, uh, 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 purple and green-ish. Yeah, got that, yeah, that hue. I love that Nintendo Yeah, it's very style, Nintendo-ish. Yeah. Um, so, Jamie... Friday the 13th franchise. Okay, so this is probably... Love it. Yeah, probably, I, I'd say I mean, my favorite franchise. Yeah, I, I, it's... To pick favorite franchise is a little too much. Um, but 
the thing is I can't pick a favorite franchise. I don't I just I don't have one because like Scream on any given day it's Scream and then it's Halloween in the fall. So this one's up there though, right? Of yeah. course. It's in my top three or four, yeah. Yeah. But as it is probably for everybody, it's nothing special. Okay, so I did a quick Rotten Tomatoes search. So we're we're only gonna talk in detail about the first two films. Yep. However, listen to this. From Rotten Tomatoes, of the twelve Friday the thirteenth films that have been released, um they rank they rank them by Rotten Tomatoes thermometer score. Okay. Twelfth to first. So starting with twelve, which is worst, first is best. Twelfth is Friday This 13th. is based on tomato meter? Yeah, the Rotten Tomatoes like so scoring this is not system. One person's definitive list. Correct. Gotcha. So twelfth is Friday thirteenth part eight. Oh, I want to see if I can guess this. All right, so... I, I'm going to tell you right now, you won't, because it's absurd, and it pisses, what? this list pisses me off. All right, so last place is part eight. Yes. This, does this include the new one, the remake? Uh, I'm not doing the math in my head it does. right now. The it does. Okay. So, part eight is dead last. Um, I'm going to say Jason goes to hell next. No. Oh, god damn. So, 12th is part eight. <laughs> yeah. 11th is part three. Oh my god! Which is one this of list, yeah. Get this out. So already already. pissed. But just wait. Tenth is part five. Ninth. I mean, I get that. Ninth. Jason goes to hell. Jason X. Okay. Okay. Eighth. Part four. What? I know. Already I pissed. Just shut your computer down. This is bullshit. Seventh. Jason goes to hell. Sixth. The two thousand nine remake. So seventh, and then okay, I got gotcha. you. Fifth is part two. Fourth is part seven. Third is Freddy versus Jason. Third is Freddy uh, versus Jason. Third is Freddy versus. Oh my I god, know. dude! Absurd. Uh, second is part six, and first is part one, the original. Ignore, what was second? Uh, part six. All right, well. So setting the tone right go there. Go to hell, tomato meter. I think it's thermometer. Tom- fucking dumb. <laughs> it's dumb. Uh, I mean, Rotten Tomatoes is typically a good source, but uh, yeah. I remember, actually, so I think when we were in Chicago at Riot Some Fest last year. Disturbed, like, yeah, Freddy vs. Jason. Just keep beating up the disturbed uh, listeners. Yeah, he lives in Wisconsin, this fucking guy. <laughs> So, uh, I think when we were in Chicago at Riot Fest this past year, we found this list when we were at uh, the Hopleaf with Connor, and <clears> the <throat> three of us were going through it. The same list. <laughs> I, don't, I must yeah. have been drunk, I don't recall. Yeah, but I remember being furious about it then, and it inspired me to look it up again, oh. and I was equally as furious the second time. Yeah, that list sucks. So, I mean, I, for me, I, I don't want to speak for you, but for me, I'd say the, the first four... Yeah, let's do it. Let's go through the year list. So, my top five... We don't are, have to do them all, I guess. ...are probably one through four, and then the remake, I'd say, would be my top five. N- not in that specific order, but... I was going to say, yeah. I guess it's too hard to do an order. To be honest, my order probably changes with the wind. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, there's times when uh, number part two is my favorite. Also, there's times when part four is my favorite. I guess it just depends on how often I've watched... You told me yesterday part two was your favorite. I goddamn love part two. Yep, and we have that on right now in the background. Yeah, so let's say part two is my favorite. Okay, so but let's just go four, with your top, top part five. Part four is my favorite. Huh? Top five? Top five yeah. of the franchise. Um, two, four, what else? Two, four, one, six. Are you, are you missing three? Are you skipping three? I'm like, I love three, but... Yeah, threes. Three's got to be in there. Okay, so one, you two, like three, four, all five, those... six. One, two, three, four, six. You like all those better than the remake. Uh, yeah, I see I your remake. I see your predicaments. Wait, yeah, but I can't take one of those other ones out. No, I no. I because mean, I, the one I, you take out if you're me is six. Yeah, I can't. But take if you're six you, you don't take out six. six. Like in all honesty, if Alice Cooper didn't do. Behind the mask for part six, like I might be able to bump it. 
But it, that just makes that movie. Yeah. All right, fair enough. I love it. Love it. Love them all. All right, anything before we dive in to the episode? I'm going to, tomorrow at breakfast, I'm going to bring, I'm going to come down with my mask on for the kids. My part three mask, my NECA mask. Yeah, we have it sitting here on the table, so we'll have to circulate a picture of this. (laughs) It's just staring at us. All right, well, we hope you enjoy this episode, so have fun with it. We know you'll love it. So we're diving into episode five, which is our special Friday the 13th episode, and we are going to cover the first two films. So first up, Friday the 13th, part one. You're doomed to stay. Go. Go. We ain't going to stand for no weirdness out here. Okay, so this film. Should we do our intro song? Hallelujah. Milk and honey on the other side. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys get the point. All right, so May 9th, 1980, Friday the 13th, part one came out. Uh, this same year, Prom Night came out, The Shining came out, The Fog came out. So oh, hell of a year. It, yeah, it came out with some... Did you mention The Island? <laughs> the, the Island <laughs> came out, starring Michael Caine. If you haven't seen that, have your mind completely blown. Um, this movie's starring uh, Betsy Palmer, Adrian King, Kevin Bacon, to name a few. And uh, the most famous person they actually got to do this was... A man named Harry Crosby, who was Bing, Bing's son. Bing Crosby's son. And he plays what character? Bill! Bill! Bill. 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 Yep. Um, so, budget, $550,000. How much did it make? I don't have it written down, do you know? $38 million. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's like buying stock at the right time, yeah. huh? So 39 million, sorry. Didn't look at my notes. It seemed like bef- b- but before they actually started to film the movie, they were like crowdfunding or requesting financing for it through I think they did Variety magazine, right? Yeah, they with put an ad in there. just the title. No yeah. plot yet. Yeah, just the title Sean and Cunningham then, just ran an ad. He was like Friday the 13th, I can sell that. Cuz this is 2 years after Halloween. Right. Just yeah. let's capitalize off that, yeah. He had been making like softcore porn and some weird <laughs> stuff like that. He worked on that last house on the left. Yeah. So he had a little bit of uh, cred, I guess. And he assembled quite the crew. I mean, I, I know we talk about Harry Potter like every episode, but there's that quote in Harry Potter where they always say that he, Harry Potter's... Potter dads. Harry dads. Harry... <laughs> <laughs> On, on here on Harry Dads, we talk about this a lot, but Happy Harry the Thirteenth, everybody. But but the idea is that Harry Potter was only as talented as his friends, essentially. So yeah. that concept, though here, definitely made sense because Tom Savini and Steve Miner were both contributors to this film, the first one, and Tom Savini <clears> obviously <throat> went on. Yeah, they to, went out and got Tom Savini because of his work on Dawn of the Dead, which yeah. was incredible. Yeah, and then Steve Miner was just like a, in production management or something, and then he went on to do so much that we love. I think he did House, uh, Part 2, Part oh, 3, yeah. Halloween he H2O. Hell of, hell of a career. Yeah, great He stuff. directed the second one. You know this camp that they used to film this in is still in operation? Yeah, Boy Scout camp, Camp Nobi Bosco. Nobi Bosco, where is in that? New Jersey. New Jersey, yeah. Uh, I, I started really diving into like, I want to go there, but you know, they opened it up last year or something, I think for an overnight 
camp out where they were doing tours. They did, and, yeah. yeah. Pretty neat. Would have been amazing to do, but we didn't. We should have. But uh, I started really getting into Friday the 13th lore and like what constitutes why the day is significant. Yeah. Right? Let's hear it. Did you know that Friday the 13th occur at least once per year? But not more than three times per year. Hmm. Good no, fact. I mean, no, I did not. And every time a Friday the 13th occurs in a month, that month starts with a Sunday. Hmm. And in Italy, which is suffering right now from the coronavirus, so we're sorry for that. Uh, but in Italy, Friday the 17th is Stay the day. Stay strong. Yeah. Hopefully there's not a Friday the 17th. We're starting to feel it over here. Yeah, we are. (laughs) Friday the 17th, though, is the day of bad luck, not the 13th. And there's some historic... uh, In Italy, Friday the 17th is there? Yes. Do you think they have a film franchise? Like a giallo? Like... (laughs) (laughs) It's a... (laughs) A guy wearing a piece of pizza on his face instead of a mask. (laughs) Uh, it could be that we haven't heard of it. Yeah. And it just happens over there, but no, uh, I'm not sure of that. Um, <laughs> but those were my, my fun factoids of, of Friday the 13th. So the, the first film, when do you think you first saw it? Um, I actually think I saw part two before I saw part one. And I think I saw part two with Aunt Jan. We were talking about this yeah. last last episode, I believe. The infamous Aunt Jan. The infamous Aunt Jan, yeah. Um, Did so you I, rent it? Like, was it on TV? No. Most certainly rented it from uh, probably uh, Movies to Go, which was our movie store huh. in Canfield. With the letter, t- with like spelled out to? Movies T-O to or the with the number. number two and then go. G-O. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, rented it at Movies to Go, and um, that's still at that point it would have been VHS because this was pre- pretty early on. I'd say it was probably like uh, 98 I saw this, so I was probably 11 years old. All right, yeah. Yeah. It's appropriate age. When did you first see it? I have no idea. No idea? No. I mean, I, I saw it when I was pretty young. I'm pretty old now, so... What... So what was the first... I don't remember how old I was. Like, I know I was, like, young enough to where, like, I probably shouldn't have seen it. And I I probably didn't see it from, you know, from beginning to end. I think that growing up, I always saw parts of every one, not really knowing which one I was watching. You just string it together. Like, I know specifically the one uh, movie that always stands out to me is part six. Growing up watching it on, like, USA or some shit, you know? Is that why you like it more than the remake? You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. But you know I love that remake. Like I, I would never hate on that. That's one of my favorite remakes of any franchise. Yeah. Um, but to me, Jason was always just one of the best. One of the best uh, horror icons that there is. I've always loved him. Um, and watching that part six on USA was a big reason why. Yeah. I mean... This entire franchise had a significant impact on my my appreciation for horror, for sure. And I remember this being the first, like, franchise collection that I actively pursued. Running out to Circuit yeah, City, yeah. running out to Best Buy, and be like, oh, shit, I, I'm still missing part seven. Like, oh, I need the extended version, and I have, like... I need the killer cut. Yeah, the killer yeah. cut. Yeah, exactly. So this was back in the day when that hunt was... Uh, an active part of life was was what made the appreciation and the fun so so prominent yeah and i think it's that relationship because you look at when you look at the films and you're like all right well what's the significance here like what's the social context what's this what's that and i i think the answer is there doesn't always have to be one no there doesn't i mean you could look at the morality standpoint yeah and i think now in life when media is being produced today that I kind of look for that to a certain extent. But when it comes to things that are linked to your, to your growth and your involvement and like, this is, this franchise is part of my fiber and it's, 
Yeah. And I, and I don't think you could pull something off like this today. No. Or, you know, people would watch this now and go, this is meaningless trash. And I, I know people said that back then. Yeah. But I don't think you could develop a cult following for a movie like this nowadays. Well, I I'll wish say... you could. To be honest, I wish you could. I wish we could. Everybody always wants no, to. We're too educated now. We're yeah. too. Yeah. But everybody always wants to, you know, repeat the success of the past. And I, I wish you could develop a new franchise like you know hatchet tried yeah yeah <laughs> just fine. that's fine i got i got into uh. that with uh recently with um you know mardi gras happening as of late yeah yeah dove back in there and what do you think i mean that movie was is way better it's okay mm-hmm. that movie is to me uh the same as I felt about Mad Men when it first came out, where I was like, "Oh, nineteen, you know, nineteen fifties, nineteen sixties. That's cool. That's a great era. I love the idea of things being made in that time." And then you watch it, and you're like, "Yeah, I should like this more than I do." And you're just sitting there. And I love Adam Green. I'm I'm not trying to bash. I do too. Hatchet and like, Daniel Kane Harder. Part you know, two. Yeah. We had a very deep conversation the other day about how we thought Daniel Harris was you a part thought. one. Yeah. We. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. drown you with no, me. You're, you're by yourself on this. <laughs> so Friday 13th, part one, memorable scenes for you. What do you like about it? Uh, let's, let's run through it real quick. So group of kids goes to summer camp. They get killed. Okay. All right. Done. So my favorite scene. I, I mean, I love the whole movie. There's no one scene. Yeah, but like what when you when you think back to this movie and you're like, Oh, I love that I love that film, what's your your thesis statement from it? Like what's your In all honesty, I just love the chemistry of the kids. Um I've always loved Because you feel like you'd be hanging I out love with them. setups of movies. I love it. Yeah, because J.R.R. Tolkien, I think it he would always say it's not the um the beginning or the ending of the story it's the journey along the way correct right? and i love that fucking journey i've always loved it yeah like, when there's 30 percent of the movie that's like oh you gotta care about these people yes. you gotta yeah the setup is i love critical. that and yeah. i love that about this movie that's what that's what i love about every friday the 13th to be honest i love the setup i love getting to know the characters as um shallow or as dumb as some of them can be i love it and i love getting to know um it the setup before Jason comes is just as good as when he comes, usually. Uh, so that there's no exception for this one. Uh, the group, the cast is great. The whole setup getting... To, you know, like the whole like mystery. Like, ooh, what's going to happen here? Because like... Yeah, it was... Annie early goes on, so quick. Early on whodunit. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, I do love... You know, Crazy Ralph comes out. And the thing is, he's got a death curse. Yeah. I wish that I could have seen this when it came out. Yeah. But I wasn't even born yet. Neither were you. But if I could have seen this when it came out, I would have been like, I would have been cheering and shit in the theater. Um, but I hope because the thing is, by time that, like I said, I had always just seen like bits and pieces here and there before I actually saw the whole movie. So I already knew, you know, like it wasn't really a mystery. It wasn't really a whodunit at that point for me. Yeah. But, um... And I think uh, one of our past podcasts, we interviewed Jay Bonansinga with The Walking Dead, and he had mentioned uh, that he showed Halloween to his kids, and they weren't they weren't into it. And he said the reason he thinks they weren't is because they had seen that film through so many other films by that point in time. Because it had been cannibalized and... And it's a, it's a lore at that point. Yeah, like, you already recycled know. Recycled yeah. and... Yeah, it's just by that by the time that like your dinner gets to you, it's like no, everyone already ate this. Like For it's sure. nothing by this point. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's an so interesting that did not idea. Dimin- it didn't diminish the film for me by any means. I still love it, but I think I appreciated the setup and the you know them building the camp up essentially, um, and all the hijinks that led up to that. So I love a, my favorite kill is Kevin Bacon. Yeah, mine too. Yeah, so you and know, I love the story behind that with yeah, the blowing with, of the tube, and, and I guess it was hours he had to sit. Like Kevin Bacon had to sit like that, and Tom Savini's under there with his assistant, like no pump hard. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And it That's got jammed, cool. so he had to blow the air out, and that led to like that awesome like 
gurgling. Up the, yeah, yeah, up over the lips. And I love that whole scene. I love how uh, Ted is up top on the bunk. Like, you don't see Ted get killed, which adds to the fear factor kind of of like, oh, my God. What? So one of my favorite scenes, by the way, is when, when uh, Kevin Bacon and his girlfriend, Marcy, are out there, like, complaining essentially about Ted. They're like... He's he's annoying or whatever. Yeah, and that the storm comes in and uh, Kevin Bacon's like, "Ooh, storm's rolling in. Tear down that valley like a son of a gun or whatever he says, right?" <laughs> and uh, then Marcy's going into the thing about, "Hey, I got this this dream that's recurring and it's raining and it's basically blood and blah blah blah." But just prior to that, Ted is walking through that same area, and he's by himself, and he sees. A figure, a person, in that like abandoned creep shack, uh, which I guess is where like Kevin Bacon and Marcy end up hooking up later. But uh, that scene is very cool because you're like, oh, what's he see? You know, he's by himself. The music's like pumping the whole time, and you're like, and then it just it 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 sets it up it acknowledges that something's going to happen and then doesn't show any of it and then later on you're like oh fuck he's dead yeah it's it's pretty cool um and then the other thing regarding Kevin Bacon that we really oh, yeah. need to discuss wait i got the actual minute mark so everybody can get to this wait what is the minute mark okay 24 minutes and 3 seconds okay 24 Cue minutes and 3 seconds pause the film cuz it looks like Kevin Bacon has taken a roll of dimes and stuffed it in his Speedo. Yeah, or like a Pez dispenser. <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? So the, the scene is Nettie uh, pretends to drown so that he can kiss someone, pretty much. It's like the Sandlot yeah. uh, mentality. And he's That's like, exactly what that is. I guess the Sandlot mocked this. Or, yeah. But, but um, it's fun, it's cool, and it's one of those... It's it's during the part of the movie where it's still fun and you're like, oh man, I wish I could hang out with these people. Exactly. They should be working, but they're just hanging they're out. They're just in the dicking around. Yeah. yeah. Dicking around. Literally. I see what you did there. So Kevin Bacon runs up. By the way, I think it's him that does the dive into the lake too, which yeah. is a total yes. fucking belly flop. <laughs> so he belly flops in and then they like roll Ned up and he Kevin Bacon standing there like Superman with his... Uh, his hands it's, on his it's hips. It's before the Ned thing. It's right before. Oh, it is? Yeah. He, yeah. like, walks up to somebody's, like, sunbathing, and he, like, walks up. But the camera out. pans up, and it's yeah. literally, like, it's just a Kevin Bacon boner. It's absurd. And we've been laughing it about this for real, It cannot be his real penis. It can't. No. He must it have said, can't. like, hey, uh, look, I got to bake this into my contract. Like, roll of dimes, please. And it's I like keep the dimes. Kite was, or it's like his penis was holding a kite. <laughs> I mean, like, why does it look like that? All right, so... 24 minutes and three seconds. Check that out. Just you stare at his crotch. You'll will, see it. You will be disappointed. Adrienne King in this movie, amazing. I think she yeah. acts the shit out of this. Also, her, speaking of horror dads, I feel like her hair in this movie looks just like your son's. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh, well, it's it, more it of a knock too. on her because she's an adult that chose to have it that way, and he is a child that just looks Who's like terrified of getting his hair cut. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I have to post a side by side. Yep, we're gonna have to do that. Keep an eye out for this because it's coming. Um, but Adrian King is great in this, and the lore behind her her performance here is she had a pretty serious situation with a stalker that. Um, she like quit acting after, after this. this yeah, she could have been a star. So we, um, I messaged those dudes from the the Friday the Thirteenth podcast yep. podcast, which is re- really fun and insightful and intelligent, and it's a good, it's a great podcast. If you haven't listened to that, check it out. But um, which is the nickname for Part Seven, Friday the Thirteenth? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, but I had an exchange with them on I think on Twitter or Instagram, just talking to them because they they did a. An episode essentially on um, the horrors of of stalking, pretty much. Um, yeah. And they, I think they actually covered. I, I can't remember the films they covered on that, but it, it was a good episode. And uh, they they had not mentioned the Adrian King thing though, so I sent it to them. I was like, "Hey, your namesake." Uh, yeah. That lore though was was pretty crazy, and she she had to take a pause from from acting essentially, and um, 
it was tough, tough on her, tough on her career. Uh, and then she came pretty positively out uh, the other side on it. So let's move on to something a little more cheery, uh, which is still part one. Betsy Palmer's character. Amazing. So fucking great. Also, I had, um, who knows where you get your info nowadays, but I saw that she wanted to, uh, fake news. <laughs> I saw that she wanted to possibly, um, I guess she told Sean Cunningham that she thought that she should be seen in the movie, like at the beginning, like in town, like waving or something. <laughs> So that like get my fucking eggs, <laughs> you know, like when most who done it, <laughs> something of that sort, you know, with like who done it's always like, I've, I would have never guessed it was this person because I never saw them. So Debbie she Salt is be, the killer. Yeah. And then he was just like, no, nah. no, no, one gives a shit. No, we're not doing that. But it did seem like she had a lot of influence on that character and they probably met in the middle, right? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Which is which is cool and great, and she was really against, I I feel horror acting in general. She seemed not to be into the movies, and she, uh, she yeah, I think she probably was like, all right, this is a throwaway, whatever. They're paying me to do this stupid fucking thing. Yeah, and I was reading something somewhere too that said, essentially, she she was like, I, I needed money to fix my car, so I agreed <laughs> to do this. And then had no idea it was going to turn into what it 25 did. 25 years later, she's sitting in a convention table with like drooling fans, like paying $50 to get an autograph. Yeah, it's some asshole oh named God. John named his cat after her. <laughs> right. like, uh, yeah, exactly. 40 years later. <laughs> yeah. Come here, Pam. Yeah. So, pretty awesome. Um. So, you got some facts? I listed off a lot of mine. Uh, the Harry Crosby thing. Yep. Um the I, I did want to talk about the blood pump uh with tom savini um, everything he does that guy is just genius the burning is so good too yeah so we'll, i guess we could discuss yeah we'll, we'll, get to that, yeah, yeah. we'll do a summer camp episode i'm gonna blow our load <laughs> second time God said damn. yeah i'll keep saying it did i say that already sure did blow my wad yeah that makes it better yeah okay um i think everyone knows this but the yeah was henry manfredini um he just took the two consonants the k and the ma put it through an echoplex there we go um true or false this was kevin bacon's first film false what was his first film footloose no Footloose made of a star. That was after this, but it was not Footloose. What was it? It was Animal House. It's Animal oh. House. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He gets like steamed over. Yeah. He's like that bullshit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cadet douche. Um, okay. So Jason comes out at the end. <sighs> yeah. Come out the boat. Um, Sean Cunningham wanted to use his son. Yeah. Who later the mother was, was like, hell no. Because it was like October or something. In October, (laughs) in the water for hours or whatever the hell. Yeah. So they had to hire, you know, somebody. Filming lasted 28 days on this film. For the whole whole movie. 28 days. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, Tom Savini and somebody else were the only people that like stayed at the camp for the whole entire filming. They like they slept. They like slept in the camp. Everyone else, I think, like, was it? There was another movie. Was it part? six where they all the whole crew stayed at the camp in um not to digress but rear rear window which is one of my favorites yeah uh the woman mrs miss torso they call her that lives right across the the way from uh the lb jeffrey's character i was reading that she was an up and the dancer yes she was an up up and coming actress and at that time that was like the largest like city scape set that was ever made because it was not a actual city environment yeah. it was a set and she i guess lived there during the entire filming huh. interesting so similar story um so back to the friday the 13th so anyway go? rear window um if yep. i could keep talking about it um uh, this was <clears throat> so not inspired by but i guess inspired by um 
the whole premise of Halloween, the yeah. low budget, the killer, and meatballs. Goofy ass summer camp with uh, Bill Murray. Hybrid. I think Bill Murray was in that. If he wasn't, so what? Um, <laughs> I I don't know if this is true. I heard that Sally Field auditioned for. I heard Adrian that too. King's yeah. Part. I love Sally She's Field. Crazy. She probably had the same hair. They wanted the blonde. And then your son came into the world and was like, "I want the same thing." <laughs> We'll post a photo. Um, okay, so let's see. How many kills were in this one? Do you know? I don't, but... What, nine? What, what's your favorite? Nine or ten? We already did this. My favorite kill is Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon, yeah. Still your favorite from eight minutes ago? <laughs> yeah, hasn't changed. Fine. Um, do we know that Betsy Palmer's character was named Pamela in this one? Do we know? Do we know why? No, do we know? Do you know her name is Pamela? So if you watched the first one and then you went home and somebody said, hey, what was uh, Jason's mom's name? Do you know? I No, the answer is no, you don't. You don't, you don't so know you until, don't until later on? Part four. Are you kidding me? When they drive by... I feel like I've known that since I was born. <laughs> exactly. I named my goddamn cat. You drive by... They drive by the uh, tombstone. And it says oh, Pamela. yeah, yeah. yeah. Interesting. That's crazy though. That is crazy. Because you're right. Like you like I feel like we were born knowing her name was fucking Pamela. Yeah. Yeah. Just shows that you like were adopted into we're saying, it. Yeah. At whatever point you were. Does that cover it? Well, I have a few questions about this for you. Oh wait, one more thing. So this was written by Victor Miller. Ron Kurz did he did a couple like little Yeah, I, I feel like he didn't want to be credited as much as he, he, he didn't realize he wanted to be <laughs> like, he didn't care. I don't think, yeah. like, no, I don't care if you don't credit me, whatever. I'm sure he wishes he was now. Um, uh, but Jason was named at, he originally was going to be Josh. And then, uh, Victor like started thinking back to like his school days. Oh yeah. And he was like, there was a mean son There's of a, a bitch. Mean, little mean son of a bitch named <laughs> yeah. Jason. Yeah, exactly. And then, uh, Voorhees was like the last name of some girl in his school. So he just went off that. That's awesome. Yeah. So of the counselors in this film for you. Okay. Yeah. If you were going to college, your first, your freshman year. And one of these counselors was going to be your roommate. Who do you want? Uh, probably Ned. Yeah, Ned. dude, it's yeah. got to be Ned. I'd say Kevin Bacon, but like, if I had to see him in his briefs, also <laughs> Kevin Bacon only wears that Pez speedo. Dispenser, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Of um, of these, ca- you, you have any for me? Because I have more for you. No, keep going. Keep okay. Going. Which counselor would you marry? Yeah, it would be uh, Marcy. I have notes here. Sorry, uh, it would be it would be Marcy. Yeah, it, I would say Annie, but Annie I think is a little too like uh, good girlish. Because she, uh, by the way, that fucking creep guy. Okay, in the beginning, <laughs> in yeah, which one? So the guy who is driving the truck, who's like, yeah, I'll give you a ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, all the girls at camp going to be as pretty as you? And when he helps her in the truck, he, like, puts a hand on each butt cheek and just pushes her up into the truck. Also, do you know that they weren't together in that truck? She filmed all of her parts, with, like, not with him. What? Yeah. They were, like, with Tasso, um... Um, Tom Savini's assistant probably, and someone else. You know, it was probably because she they was were, like, they, hey, uh, he grabbed my ass. Can you they fucking probably get just that them off creep out of here? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. What counselor... Okay, let's say you wake up tomorrow and it's the stand because the coronavirus killed everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's a possibility. What counselor would you want to be the last person on earth with you? I pick Marcy. If I'm gonna marry Marcy, I wanna be stuck with Marcy. Okay, right? so let me let me just 
Yeah, set the play, scene. Play devil's advocate okay. for you. You're the last two people on Earth, right? If you and Marcy are the last two people, chances are part of the reason you want to be the last person on Earth with her is because you will likely procreate. Do you want to bring Very a nice child? Very nice way to say bang. Procreate. <laughs> Do you want to bring a child into the post-apocalyptic world? Think of the mist. You what's, have to kill this child. What's the setting? Child. It's just Jason running around, me and her? No. It's just you two. There's no Jason. Of the counselors that exist, it's you and one other person. You're the last two people on Earth. And the people you can this pick from weird, are the people from this movie. This is a weird scenario. Who is it? It's her. All I'm right. done with this. Bad choice. No, it, it, you know what? It's Alice. I agree. Kevin Bacon. <laughs> well, you're picking Kevin Bacon? For what reason? Because if I... I'm left with a woman with whom I can procreate. I'm going to bring a child into a place. So, like... Real quick. When... When... <laughs> when, uh... Crazy Ralph busts out of the pantry. How long has he been in that pantry? What's he been doing in there, what do you think? What is he doing in there? Uh, I mean, I think he was... And then he hops on his Pee Wee Herman bike and rides the hell out. I, I was uh, <laughs> listening to something about how everyone was like really put off by him on set. Because <laughs> they were like, he was uh, very serious and very like, because they were all so young and energetic and like, oh, this is cool. Like, we're up and coming. And I guess he was very the opposite just like yeah. serious and on his way down yeah well i'm gonna take this role seriously <laughs> and they were all like what the fuck's happening <laughs> so i think what you see is what you get there 10 kills we had 10 kills on this one 10 okay and um we're gonna go into part two but apparently the mpaa kind of regretted letting out as much through as they did for the first one so they cut down um they cut down significantly on what they allowed on the second one so the second one if you notice is not nearly as gory as the first one and that's the reason do you like they uh, wanted to rectify kind of what they allowed through do you like part one or part two better what i thought did we not cover this well we just talked about our essentially our five most favorite not in any order so you have to love the like the first one will always have a place in my heart because it's the first one but Uh, but part two is better i I like the second one better Yeah, yeah i do too just wanted to pull it out of you. Yeah. Well, we did it. All right. Friday the 13th. So part I just two. want to point out with the questions. I saved my question. I'm saving my questions because I kind of did mine for like both movies. Okay. You did per, which is cool. All right. Let's go to part two. Okay. Part two. Friday the 13th. Part two. One year later. <laughs> Yeah, one year later. So much like uh, Scream went 96, 97, Scream 1, Scream 2. Uh, same mold here. I think everyone realized the potential of what could be made financially. And people were active to hop on top of it. So so the end of one year later. part one, um, Jason's dead. We're, poli- we're supposed to believe Jason is dead. Yes. But part two, they said, no, we're, you know what? We're going to make Jason the killer. Tom Savini said... Fuck this, I'm out. Sounds great. Went Fuck to you do guys. the burning. Yeah. Uh, which is a great movie in its own right. Yeah. I'm glad he did that. Um, Stan Winston came in and did the effects, did a great job, went on to do Aliens, Jurassic Park, a bunch of other things. So he's no slouch. Yeah, and this was directed by Steve Miner, who went on to do part two and part three. Yep. And Ron Kurz, who was the uncredited rewrite Writer, guy yeah, in the yeah. first one, wrote this one. So, starring Betsy Palmer, Amy Steele, who was also in uh, April Fool's Day. April Fool's Day. Not The Prowler. Not The Prowler. Thought she was in The Prowler for a minute there, which is also a great film, but uh, not her. Um, So, we have Ginny, Paul, Terry, Ted, Sandra, Jeff, Vicky, Scott, Max, and Mark. And who plays uh, Jason? 
It was a couple guys. It was Warrington Gillette. Yep. Did so. Warrington Gillette gets the most of the credit when really he was like only the dude without the mask at the end there that comes through the window. Most of what we see with the sack mask on is done by Steve Dash. Oh. Yeah. Good factoid there. So this mask is very reminiscent of another uh, film. Oh, also, Warrington Gillette, who plays Jason without the mask coming through, he auditioned for the role of Paul, the lead counselor. <laughs> Didn't get it. They were like, but he had some stunt experience, so they plugged him into that. They're like, look, you're not going to be the handsome main guy, but you're gonna if be you want to be the hideous beast at the end, <laughs> guy that jumps to the. Um, I mean, I would, if someone was like, "Hey, you have to be the guy that licks the floor at night," like after <laughs> yeah, the I mean, cast leaves, it's like, "Oh, great." Do I use my tongue or someone else's? Like, what do I have to do? Right. Yeah. Hey, you know what we forgot from the first one? What? Live snake. Yeah. So I didn't eat meat for three and a half years because I'm an animal lover. And uh, the the snake that is killed in uh, the first film when they're all in the bunk, which is a great scene, by the way, uh, because it's one of those like, oh, pre shit going down. Like, I just want to be there and hang out with these people. There's a snake that uh, pops out from under one of the dressers, and they uh, <laughs> they kill it with a machete. Yeah. Actually, the the Bill character does. It's like a red yeah. herring moment, and uh, it's actually a real snake that they kill. So yeah, it's pretty fucked up. These were pre PETA days. Yeah, well, could you imagine now? Oh, dude! <laughs> oh my god! There'd be like a big blow yeah. up snake in front of every movie you theater. Be, you wouldn't even be able to go see the movie without some yeah chump throwing blood on you or something. So Adrian King, not that you're a chump, if you, whatever. No, no, I mean, we don't need. Like to do I said, this. Go, I, ahead, go ahead, yeah. I'm, I'm, I know. I'm, I'm there. You'd I'm be an animal lover. Outside. Yeah, I'd be on that side. <laughs> um, Adrian King returned reluctantly to this, uh, to this film, but I guess her condition no, was kind of like it wasn't reluctant. What I had read, and who knows, we clearly read different things. Yeah. But what I had read was that she was like all in on this, ready to go. Um, they never even like gave her a script. She showed up, found found out that like filming was done. Uh, scene around the campfire in the beginning. Yeah. Love that scene. Very iconic. And our boy, uh, probably my favorite character. Ted? Ted. Who is Ned? They're the same. Who is Ned? Same. Yeah. Ted and Ned. Ned from one essentially is the same. Ted and two. When he jumps out and does a screaming like, yeah, Yeah. it's so good. But he uh, later was in an episode of The X-Files, which is a really wonderful uh, episode. I got to look up what it's called, but uh, I also tried to message him on Instagram to see if he'd want to be on this podcast, but he didn't respond. Yeah, I don't blame him. Um do you think uh what's our what's our movie? The one with the dudes from uh Super Troopers? Oh, Club Dread. Like that whole thing where he like jumps out with his penis tucked between oh, his yeah. like that Where's had to be barred from penis? that, right? Where's <laughs> my penis? Yeah. Probably. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I never thought of that. Right. Right from that scene. Okay, so uh Jason Sack Mask. Almost, almost the same thing as um, Town the Dreaded Sundown. Yeah, Town the Dreaded which Sundown. We love that movie. Both, both, both. yeah. The original is because so I good. love the original, but the original and the remake are worlds apart. And the remake is amazing and it's super scary. The first one isn't very scary. It's pretty. Uh, well, that beginning scene with the yeah, and there's trombone. a couple with the trombone and the yeah, but um, the second one is like legit, like and the. It's very not the second one, the meta reboot or whatever. Yeah, the reboot. It's yeah, very, it's very meta. meta because it's as if the first one actually happened. Whatever. This isn't a town the dreaded sundown podcast. But um, it's if you have not seen either of those, like please go watch both. Flock there now. Um, but the difference with the mask in this one is it only has one hole, which almost makes it one eye hole, which almost makes it scarier. It's like yeah, what you have one eye back? Yeah, there? like are you like some. But it makes sense now because they would have had to have like one hole up here and one down here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, opening scene of this movie while you're still digging up your goddamn 
X-Files info over there. <laughs> the first time you see Jason in this movie, it's actually uh, a woman who's the costume designer. You just see like her legs and her boots. Yeah. But yeah. They always, they pulled a lot of those tricks throughout this franchise where like you see his hand and it's actually someone else or like Betsy Palmer's hands in the first one are actually Tasso's hands again. Those, it, this guy, Tasso. He calls him a... Um, Tasso is Tom Savini's assistant, and when he's talking about that scene in um, Crystal Lake Memories, which is amazing, he calls by the his way. hands meat puffs, and meat I just puffs. love that. He's like, uh, "You see these hairy knuckles, and they're Tasso's uh, big meat puffs." <laughs> that that's pretty amazing, actually. So this movie had nine kills, which. Camp, so this is a different camp. This is Camp, this was actually called Camp Kenmont in real life in Kent, Connecticut. So the first one takes place, was shot in New Jersey. This one is shot in Connecticut. Um, this one takes place on July 13th, 1984, supposedly, which is funny because it was shot in 81. Supposed to take place in 84. Anyways, um, which camp do you think you would have preferred to have been at? So, I will answer it in a complicated way. Yeah, that's fine. I would rather be physically at the first camp, but we're not talking about counselors. Which but camp? with the counselors from part two. Okay. So, so physically, part one. Yeah. That's what I meant. Just the camp. Also, Clyde uh, Bruckman's final repose, which I actually think is one of the um, episodes that won a uh, an award for X Files. X Files one. Yeah. And uh, Darren Morgan uh, wrote that episode. Huh. So if you want me to dive deep that was into worth a whole... the 15 minutes it took to dig it up. Yeah, well, um, I'll talk about it for another 15. So It's all good. All right, so... But I love the cab, like the main cabin in part two. I do love that main cabin. Because I agree, part yeah. one, I love that camp. But I love that main cabin. Do you know where the uh, what like where that was filmed? I know you gave the camp, but... That's all I know. Camp Kenmont in Kent, Connecticut. So, it, oh, it was in Connecticut? Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. So, right there, like, Jersey, Connecticut. Yeah. Northeast area. Um, So, this one is pretty much the same premise, uh, but, you know, they go back to... It's a different camp. It's not actually Camp Blood. It's like a neighbor camp. And but it's, camp blood yeah. is like off limits. You don't, but it's like, honestly, it's like separated by like nothing, like a rope or something. So like the our, kids step our boy, over to go visit. Uh, yeah. The Jeff with the cat. Yeah. Jeff and, um, what's his girlfriend's name? Like Darcy uh, or Sandra? something. Is it yeah, Sandra? Sandra yeah. It is. So Jeff and Sandra, they go exploring one day and they head over to camp blood. Um, get into a little fracas. The sheriff's all pissed and, uh, our our boy that's in charge of the camp, who's wearing a Yankees hat, by the way. Yeah, he is. He is. Paul. Um, Paul says like, <laughs> uh, the the sheriff's all pissed that he's like not reprimanding them, and he's like, uh, oh no, dessert uh for these two, uh, blah blah blah, and he's like, you're not even gonna reprimand them. Oh yeah, and he's he, all like, upset. Scoffs yeah. at the sheriff. Yeah. Yeah, all with her, they withhold their dessert. Yeah. Um, so I think my favorite scene in this movie is when the sheriff goes, when the sheriff's driving down the road, um, out, it's at, right after that scene, the sheriff's like leaving that camp, going down, driving down the street. He sees, um, what we now know is Jason cross the street. He thinks it's one of those punk kids again. And he's like, follows him back in there. Sprinting. And that's like the first time where we see like where Jason like lives. Right? I assume that's what that is. It's really one of the only environments where you see like, oh, th yeah, there's a habitat for this. Yeah, like, it's like the only time you ever see like yeah. his habitat, which I, I love that. And that's why I love that scene. It's probably my favorite scene in the movie. Um, and also it's one that I remember from being a kid. Like that's the one, because the tension that's built in that is like, oh my yeah. God. It's like, this was the first uh, Friday the 13th that I saw for sure. And I, I love this movie so much. Yeah. I'm so fond of it. Uh, what about kills in this movie? Do you have a favorite kill? 
Um, that's my favorite kill. Him? I think. Oh no, no, no! My favorite kill is Mark in the wheelchair. That's what when I have like written down too. Comes rolling out of the cabin and he's looking for Vicky, like Vicky, and then just gets that fucking. You don't even see Jason like hit him. It just gets that machete through the face. I love it, dude. And the, then you know, obviously, do 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 down the the stuff. Jeff Jeff and Sandra kill. I I like too. The oh the double bubble skewer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but our boy Ted, he makes it out. Ted makes it. Why? Yeah. Because he stays He's at the bar. hanging out drinking Heineken. Which. Oh, in that. Yes, boss. Get me to that yeah. bar. When he's like, yeah, yes, boss. That casino. Yeah. Oh, that. Yes, boss. Yeah. I love that. That that whole scene. Love it. That's part of why I love that movie. Is just that whole like. They're out there having a great time. Everyone who stayed behind. It, I think the moral. The lesson here is always go to the bar. <laughs> I also love how like Paul is so um, he acts like he's so in charge, but he's like he's just he's basically like two years older than they are. He's but doing what a little you more responsible. Do. But one of he's my th- no Steve Christie. Uh, Steve. By no. the way, Steve Christie is a goddamn creep. If you wake <laughs> if you wake up and and Pam Voorhees is looking at you or Steve Christie, I'm, I'm sc- going with Pam. I'm screaming louder if Steve's looking at like me. Like, if yeah, they're exactly. pointing at each other going, he's a killer, she's a killer, he's a killer, she's a killer. I'm going with her. I'm believing her. You're Nev Campbell at the end of Scream. He's wearing that stupid handkerchief around and his instead neck Instead of with his Randy shirt off. and Steve, or Randy and Stu, you yes. have those two? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Pam, come on in. Um, so, one of my favorite quotes of this movie, though, is when Paul Paul says, uh, these, these kids smoke better dope than I do. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. Love it. These kids smoke better dope than I do. And it's like he's acting like he's so like, high and mighty. Yeah. I also love when uh, they discover the blood in the bed and then they go downstairs and she's like, Paul, I think somebody's in this room. Paul, oh, there's someone there's in this room. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. Very good. You got questions for me over there? I do, buddy. What do you um, have? So we got... Okay, so I think we already kind of did this, but which girl would you date or marry or whatever from either movie? So we already, I already said Marcy part one. I think you said the same. Yeah, but now, now, okay, so we're talking about both movies now, right? So just go to part two now. Okay, so for part two. So you did part one, that's fine. Okay, so part two is for part two. Um, I would I would love to date who's what's are you the, gonna say this sexy chick who gets naked? Um, the one who like takes her shirt off down. Yeah, the I know. There. Yeah, Just, what's her name? Who? I don't know. The. <laughs> it's one of it's one of those names. I biggest say. douche in the movie is the guy with the, the slingshot. I think her name's Terry. <laughs> It is Terry. Yeah. Um, okay, so the girl with uh, the guy that's like uh, with the guy in the wheelchair. Yes, Vicky. That's my answer. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah, because it's like Jenny. Uh, I don't know. I, I like probably, Jenny. I, I like Jenny. I would probably marry Jenny. Yeah, I, yeah, I would yeah. definitely date. Uh, Although Vicky, Vicky, she's a married type too. Yeah, yep. she's very accommodating and like I think it's the fact that she's so. Um, Accommodating to the dude in the wheelchair. It's like she's, you know, she's a caring. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which group of counselors would you rather rather be with? Part one or part two? You already kind of answered this. Yeah. Part two. Part two. Yeah. I agree. Uh, more annoying boss. Oh. Steve Paul Christie. Or Steve? It's yeah. Steve. Steve Christie would be if a I have fucking to pick worst a boss. boss. Paul. Get out of here, Steve. Yeah. I expect the work to be done by the time I get when, back. Uh, when they all get there and he's like, they they legitimately step they out of the car and there. he's like, "Hey, but let me so let's long. pull this stump and out of the he's ground." He's like working on that stump. Yeah, he's like, "Well, quit standing <laughs> around. What what are we waiting for?" Oh no, I'd rather she paint. Burning daylight yeah. here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yep. And when Annie gets here, get her butt in the kitchen. Yeah, it's like okay, yeah. Steve. All right, buddy. Uh, favorite kill? We already did that. Mine is Mark in part two. Yours is Mark also. Mark in part two and uh, and Kevin, Kevin Bacon, Bacon in part, part one. one. Yeah. We have the same answer. Yep. That's why we're brothers. That's why we do this podcast. 
horror brothers. Horror daddies. <laughs> uh, favorite final girl, Alice or Ginny? Ginny. Same. No surprise. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. So, which game would you rather play? So, we got the strip Monopoly in part one with Brenda. Or the video hockey with Vicky that she plays with Mark. Oh, yeah, I'm probably going to play video hockey. She's like uh, yeah. the one with the puck. Yeah, uh, that whole innuendo <laughs> <laughs> and that like entire yeah. setup, it's like... Also, right, if it. you watch that, it's weird because he makes no expression. Yeah, he's like... Oh. She's over there like... Flirting What's around. What's the one with the like, puck? He's like, oh, I get and around. He's just like, yeah. hockey? Yeah, that's the one. And then he just like, he doesn't he's even like, like... Yep, uh, yeah. It's weird. Okay. Um, <laughs> best sex scene between the two. You got the Marcy and Jack, which is Kevin yeah. Bacon. And, yep. Or um, Jeff and Sandra, which you and I discussed earlier. The Jeff and Sandra one was supposed to be a lot racier. Um, they were supposed to be like full frontal nudity with Sandra, but because she was only 17, they, they were nixed like, it. Which is fucking ridiculous. Please, yeah. Thank, uh, thank God they nixed that. Well, given that she was 17 in that in that film, I'm going to go with the, the... Yeah. But the reason it's the best is because Marcy, I don't know if you remember, but oh, she's just squeezing... Squeezing some, bacon, some bacon cheek. She is just <laughs> squeezing it. So tender. Oh, well, she okay. saw that roll of dimes earlier yeah. and was like, I can't help myself. <laughs> exactly. Um... That's all the questions I have. How about you? Anything? No, man. I hit you with mine earlier. Okay, cool. So, so that's it. That's wrap part up? one, part two. Part one, part two. So we're, this was fun. Uh, we're going to hit three and four in November. When yeah, November 13th. November 13th, yes. which is going to be a Friday. We're going to have to take that day off work, It will too. be a Friday, yeah. as it should be. And uh, we're going to have fun with that. So... Um, Next up after this, we have our interview episode on film composition and uh, the music that yeah, accompanies music film. Yep. Yeah. Which we actually recorded directly before this one. Yeah. We've been doing this for like four hours. Yeah, we're like five hours yeah. into talking. But uh, it's great. Well, we hope Tomorrow, you enjoyed this. Everybody stream Saturday the 14th on uh, Amazon Prime. Yeah. It's a ridiculous movie. Think of us while you do it. Yeah. Happy Friday the 13th, everybody. Love you guys.